Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host of the podcast and our YouTube channel and Everyday Life, Devin. <laughs> I am the co-host of your right everyday life. Of my everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hello there. Hello. Hello. All right, Dev. Hit it. As he drives. Hey, Pam. Remember when I said this car was death proof? Well, that wasn't a lie. This car is 100% death proof. Only get the benefit of it, honey. You really need to be sitting in my seat. Slams his boot to the brake and sends Pam flying face first into the dashboard. (laughs) (laughs) You really got to be sitting in my seat. Oh, I love that scene. If you guys <laughs> didn't catch on to it, that is from Death Proof. Death Proof. That is uh, Kurt Russell as Stuntman Mike. Stuntman Mike. Man, that is such a good movie. I rewatched it again recently. So good. Oh, right? So good. Like, just, just the, I mean, you know, the dialogue in Quentin Tarantino's movies is just so much fun. You know, it's so right. well written and right. so clever. You know, it's like more clever than anyone would really talk, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so good. That's what makes it fun. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, so mo- movies don't have to be reality. We don't want them to- totally to be real. No one really talks like that. Even right. even the most lame dialogue. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But that is, if you guys haven't seen it, that's a free recommendation. Uh, Death Proof. It was a double feature Grindhouse thing. Him and uh, what was it? Robert Robert Rodriguez did it. Yeah. Was it him? That's who. What? Um, anyway, he did Planet yeah. Terror, and they put it out as a double thing. Um, right. I think it's like ten years ago now. Um, his was okay, but uh, Death Proof, I love great, great real car chases. But it's a, um, well, it's not a spoiler. Kurt Russell is he's a stuntman, basically an old retired stuntman who like murders women in like these staged car accident things. Right. Yeah. But he just runs into him, rams him. He's got his Death Proof stunt car. And obviously, the girls don't. So, <laughs> what a, it's Stop a Mike. <laughs> it's a great like um, horror, you know, uh, serial killer Halloween movie for you guys if you're looking for something a little different. Yeah, there won't absolutely. be any pumpkins or fall colors in it, but uh, <laughs> it is, yeah, but if you're looking for something that's a that's a good like I don't know twist thriller. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just so well done. It's so fun, yeah. and like there's fun parts, and like you know, I don't know, like sexy parts and good dialogue <laughs> sexy and times. good chase scenes, and 
Like the oh, whole, yeah. you know, I mean, the whole chasing and all the all the stunt stuff that they're doing together is so much fun. Oh. Yeah, the car chase scene is long. It's like a twenty minute, twenty five minute thing towards the end. It's yeah. so good. And, um, and what's her name? Zoe. Zoe. I can't yeah, her. she's Uma yeah. Thurman's stunt stunt woman for Kill Bill. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Zoe Bell. Zoe Bell, right. And she's in this, so they just used her as a star, but also she could do her stunts and the camera could be right on her. So she's sliding around on the hood of the car. And... Right, yeah. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> I love the part when she goes flying off and then you're like, <gasps> and she like hops up, like whoop, from the bushes, like, I'm okay. <laughs> she like jumps, right. <laughs> like, comes right back over. <laughs> yeah, great. Man, that's so good, yeah. And, and I the heard extras, the extras and stuff in that movie are so good. Oh, yeah, that, just the whole, yeah, him, them going through all the stuff they did for the, the car yeah. chase and really having car chases and really putting cars on the line. That stuff is, yeah. that that's so much better than so many movies. And uh, you can always criticize him for, he take, he just takes what he likes and puts them into his movies, right? So there's right. little bits and bobs, all these old movies you might not know. But he makes such a a great film that it's, it almost doesn't matter. I mean, everyone's doing that at least subconsciously, and he's doing it and letting people know, like, "Oh, I wanted this bit of music from this movie. I wanted this little type of scene from this movie." But he does it so well. It's like someone taking. It's like a person who goes to like Japan and, and studies all about sushi under a guy for like ten years, and then comes back and can make a really good role. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like you don't. Yeah, he didn't come up with it. But yeah. he does an awesome sushi roll. So what does it matter? Right, exactly. He's u- using his own ingredients, right. you know, and then just but putting combinations of things that already work well, but doing it in a way with new ingredients or or like you know, fresh ingredients. I guess you should say you know different right. actors, different scenes, different locations. But these like pulling from you know different historical from different movies and things, and then mm-hmm. putting them in. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think all artists do that, you know. Every everyone is pulling from somewhere. Art is uh I mean almost everything's already been done, you know. So if you're if you're doing something, it's already been done, you're just doing it in a new way. So, yeah, you know, right, yeah. For I mean for movies to a degree, yeah. And there's only so much you can do with a scene or with people or you know, I mean obviously if technology as technology gets better and better you can do different things, but you know, setting up shots and lighting and things and it's not even done one way or another. Uh, yeah, and it's, kind of, it's not even yeah, comparable like to like musicians necessarily. I mean, you can cover a song, but it's right. not really the same. Where you can like sample a beat right. or a horn section, but that is taking basically directly from something. You you can't sample a movie scene. You can't right. take a movie scene and slide it into yours and be like, "Oh, at the end of my movie, I just took the car case." chase scene from death proof right i use it because that's a dope ass scene like i'm just gonna use (laughs) i'm gonna use that shit yeah it's like no no it's not yours you didn't come up with it right yeah i mean that's and that's the thing right You, you might you might copy a scene but he's also copying like you said he's doing it in a way that's really obvious he's showing everybody like look how cool this scene is in my movie the same scene from this other movie you know like and you know that he's just he's a he's a a film buff so he knows all that stuff and you know that's that's what he loves he just yeah. wants to highlight it and do it in his own way right and it's, cool. it's always different it may look similar but it's it's so well done and you can hate on him all day but 
man, his movies are a lot of fun. But anyway, yeah. So I was thinking that's we could cool. talk more about Maker Camp. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's do it again. People are like, that's enough. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking, Dev? I'm drinking a weird uh, Breckenridge Brewery. You ever do it? It's like it's it's the the two bees facing each other, and they got uh, like the thunderbolts. Maybe maybe it sounds familiar. They've got some decent stuff. Oh yeah yeah um, yeah yeah yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of their best. I don't know. They're, they're a little odd, but I'm it's something called Mountain Beach. It's like a um, Mountain Beach. Nice. It's uh, some type of sour. Okay. Yeah. So they're not they're not bad. I am drinking, let's see, I'm drinking a um, Founders Centennial IPA, so they mm-hmm. do like the all-day Founders, IPA, this yeah. Is, yeah, this is their Centennial, which is really good, um, so that's one, and the other beer that I have that I will be drinking is an Allagash White, there you go, Belgian-style wheat beer, so a little bit different stuff today. Yeah, all the all the ones that say like... Uh all day IP or or they'll say like all day or they'll say like right. tailgate or they'll say, <laughs> right. you know, it's going to be 4% and they're going to give right, you like exactly. at least 15 <laughs> and that's fine for if you are actually doing what they're saying. Right. But if <laughs> I sit down, at, I sit down at night and I can only have two beers. I don't want an all day 4%. Well, you know. well I mean, yeah, it's about it the is taste at that point. I mean, two beers is, is not going to do anything for you or I. Well, we so can get, yeah, I can get a little bit taste. of some. Definitely not if it's an all-day IPA. <laughs> well, you're drinking for the wrong reason, <laughs> or are you? Like, why not just drink water if you're not? You know, <laughs> yeah, right, I, right. I like the taste of all-day IPA, so I do, I do get that often. I also like the taste, but yeah. So yeah, all right. So, so how are things around the house, Dev? You're in your new place. Been in there for a couple weeks now. Whew, yeah, oh, it's uh, it's fun? a it's a lot. Um, yep. and I don't know if we talked about, it, but we moved um, our parents out of here, or by we I mean everyone but Dustin <laughs> moved our parents out of here. You're welcome. <laughs> and, no, but we got them out and got them finally because they were in in limbo in the middle. Um, right. Because they, yeah, because they were, they, yeah, were so, they were, yeah. Go ahead. So, you um, you guys bought the house. They bought a new place, but there were tenants living in the new place until the fifteenth of October or something like that, right? But you guys moved in the first of October, so they had two weeks where that was that limbo. Now, fortunately, they have a bunch of outbuildings, so we were able to help them move a bunch of stuff out of the house into the outbuildings and kind of into storagey type thing. And then you and Caitlin moved in. And then helped move them then out into their new place. Yeah, in the middle of the month. Right, and it's been like a, an extra load each day. <laughs> like, right, dad, dad will swing by. I'm gonna pick up some of these. I'm gonna pick up some of that. I mean, he 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 definitely keeps a lot of. He's always always one of those guys who's searching for free stuff on Craigslist. So right. he'll go up and I mean, I've been with him many times, knocking down this old shed or barn or yeah. Right. I mean, it's a lot of good free stuff that people try to throw away. It's lumber and stuff, you know, that type of stuff. But um, right. But there's a lot of it. <laughs> there's so much. It's many, many loads and loads getting it out of here. And, right. And I mean, I'll I'll keep some, but yeah. uh, you know, a lot of it's it's you know it's his. He's, he 
can t- it's his and take it and but there's a right. lot so yeah he's got, he's got to find <laughs> spots for it all <laughs> yeah i just stopped by the other day so i went up on sunday to see their place and uh stopped by your place and picked up their canoe and took that up so that's gone now i did i did see that there's a um a white dead grass canoe shaped um, stamp in my yard <laughs> well that wouldn't have been there all that long oh, it, it was like it up did on it, the thing it did it's it was there long enough yeah. <laughs> did the damage mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so our our parents new place is right on a river uh, maybe about 100 feet or so across uh, really really slow moving which is actually kind of cool so great, they have yeah uh, great for kayaking and yeah you fishing can go up and... or downstream super easy no problem you know the the current is moving like what uh a foot every like maybe a, a, a an inch a second right so it's like yeah. <laughs> if you imagine what that is you know it's moving so slow so yeah, it's great. really slow yeah really nice um it's it's uh has quite a high bank maybe eight feet or so up and then it yeah. goes down and then it's kind of shallow but maybe three or four feet in the middle maybe up to five or so at some point but you know if the water comes up or down but it's pretty low but really good for fishing you know my dad is a super avid fisherman so he loves to fish and this is now he's got property right on the water he's super pumped about it nice little fire pit there it was really cool yeah and yeah, yeah no, it's, really a, good. it's a great spot um so yeah i uh <laughs> so we finally cleared out the one big um uh quote-unquote temperature controlled shed which it is but there's an ac unit and there's a a small heater to keep things kind of in the middle somewhere you just don't want those extreme temperatures on the either side which it does and it's all well insulated and um he built a, a cedar closet in it too but as i walked in i was like i had a spark of idea like oh i can put the projector in here during the winter <laughs> and throw the screen up on the, on the far side. Right. <laughs> so that's what I did. I threw, nice. I put the screen up and, uh, put the projector on the shelf behind. Nice. Um, it's still in its, um, projector case Your and everything. It right works, on. works great. And, uh, nice. it's there right now. And I, um, actually went and I did a, found a little, uh, a Best Buy sale and uh, open box and got a really good deal on like a sound bar and, and two like reverse oh, speakers too. Nice. So man, it, it bumps in there now. Nice. <laughs> You're like theater, the little theater, oh, yeah. uh, temperature controlled theater room. Theater, theater yeah, shed. AC in the summer. <laughs> like, <out laughs> there great. watching movies is sweet. And can you get the screen like all the ways that fit most of the whole wall? Yeah. There's well, that. there's the temperature gauge kind of blocking it. The, the, control panel okay so i took it from there all the way over which is probably i don't know 10 to 15 feet and so my the screen uh, we have goes basically from the the ceiling to the floor and almost all the way across except for like one section it's not it's not big enough oh right on so i made everything tight and the corner just kind of hangs down but it's all really tight in the middle so it, it um projects nice. fine sweet that's awesome yeah so it's, <laughs> it's good I put a carpet down or not a carpet you know just a little a rug i should say yeah right, right. and and some just, yeah it's, i think that's what we'll have that for and all those shelves behind it can still be used for stuff yeah right and on. i'll just maybe keep that middle area open and 
you know, come over, watch whatever, watch games and movies and nice. We can have a, a movie area for the winter and when it's summer again we'll we'll take it outside and take it to places and watch movies outside. Sweet, right on man. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm glad you're uh customizing all your little outbuildings you got over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh we also um we well, yeah, do it before we fill them up, right? Mm-hmm. We try to put something in there that has like a thing, like oh well, we can't put it in front of the screen, like you. <laughs> so hopefully <laughs> yeah. we start that way, and we'll see how it goes. Um, but there is a, a leak coming down on the left side, right next to the door. Oh man! So oh, right, yeah. that has to be fixed. I have a um, uh, actually a friend of ours, a uh, guy guy senior is going to come over and look at it. Oh nice! Yeah, so. He's a so, roofer, and I'll, I'll ask him if there's any <laughs> a cheap fix. I think it's the flashing where the right. two roofs connect. It was never bent up. It was kind of laid flat. Right, yeah. So it was laid flat, and then it was filled with, uh, I don't know if it was, I think it's some type of foam, or I don't think it's silicone, but that has kind of rotted away. So I gotcha. think it's just blowing up in there and right. coming down, I think. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, because it's kind of like, so the the sheds there was the initial shed that was built which is like a 10 by 20 something like that mm-hmm. um and then a kind of lean to that was built on the side of that maybe the same width same depth and then eventually on the side of that was built the 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 shed that was for my mom which is the temperature controlled shed so like each of these things has like a step down roof that goes you know from one to the next so they all have like flashing and it's all uh you know uh, roofing shingles and stuff on them but uh but yeah it's got that like like there's that drop off from the middle roof down to the bottom roof of the uh of the temperature controlled shed so i guess it's just like that kind of piecemeal fitting things together you just gotta like re put in the fascia board and whatever and you know recut it and re try to get it like something maybe you know hanging over further or something but like you said if uh Guy Senior's going to come and look at it. I'm sure he'll have something to do for you. Yeah, he's been roofing forever, so he'll know. Right. And, you know, I'll do whatever it takes to fix it other than uh, putting a new roof on it. So, there you go. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And do you guys have a uh, lawnmower yet? No. No lawnmower yet. Okay. No lawnmower. It was, Fortunately, uh, you, you got it right in the right time of year where you don't need a lawnmower. I need, like, one one more mow, though. Ah. It's getting a just, little long. Uh, I, know, I might, dad. I might, I might take dad's, but I, uh, I'm, I'm hoping there'll be a sale soon. You would think at the end of the uh, year right. they'd start yeah. having some sales, and I need one anyway. So if I could pick one up in the next week or two, right, a decent one for a good or, price, or yeah. find uh, maybe a decent used one. I, I don't know, but uh, right, yeah, yeah, I gotta get a mower. I was, uh, when I was up at mom and dad's there, I was like, <clears throat> he said, yeah, Devin needs a mower. He's going to have to, you know, figure it out. And I was like, it seems short. He's like, really? I was just there. It was like, it seemed like it was getting a little long. I was like, well, I didn't even, I didn't notice it. So I drove around back and got the canoe. I didn't notice it. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, it's not, it's not crazy, but I think it needs yeah. one, one last go. Run more. Yeah. How's the inside coming? Anything? You guys doing anything fun with the inside of the house yet? Just living right now. Yeah. Just got most stuff. Most of the stuff. Um. Where it should be. Okay. Uh, but we're holding off on putting things on the walls because we're going to start painting soon. So, All right. uh, 
Caitlin's picked out some colors and they seem decent. So we'll go go ahead with that. And that'll be the thing. I think we're just going to do one room at a time. Nice. Then hang stuff up, make like finish the room and then move on to the next, finish the room. So I know you had plans for the you know, like the living room and the kitchenette on the, on the master bedroom side of the house. Are you guys planning on doing stuff like that before you finish that room or just paint stuff now and then wait until you can kind of do it? Oh, on on the new side? Yeah. Um no, it will um that'll probably be sometime next year. Okay. Cuz yeah. yeah, we want we want to make this room into two, so um that we're just going to hold off on. Right on. Especially right now, it's like our holding area with all the extra stuff. Oh, yeah. That we don't know where to put, you know. Right, yeah. How's the attic? Did you put stuff up in the attic, fill that up? Yeah, oh, yeah, a lot of stuff in the attic. It's not filled, though, <laughs> so there's a lot of room there. All right. And the temperature shed. There's like all those shelving oh, stuff. We can shelves, put stuff yeah. in there. I do need right. to move all the stuff off the one porch into the original right. shed. Right. But there's still, man, there's still a lot of stuff in there, too. <laughs> Oh, was, yeah, I guess Dad's all dad. Is that his stuff all still there, I'm assuming? No, no, he, most okay. of it's gone. But, oh, that's good. But there's 5% of his stuff still there, which is in right. a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> which is a couple trucks, like a truckload or two worth of stuff. Right, yeah. <laughs> um. So you said you would move the stuff off of the porch into there. So is that just going to be another holding space for now? What, into the shed? Into, yeah, the first shed. Well, most of that the stuff, tool, that's... The tool shop. Yeah, most of that stuff, will, yeah, will be... Oh, yeah, it's stuff that would should be would, in the sh- in Would a, live in, in there, yeah. yeah I'll, right like, it's, uh, I'll keep the one side open so we can actually put a workshop-ish area there. Right, along the and, bench on the right yeah, side. Yeah, and set yeah. that stuff up, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Did um, um, did Dad take all the, the shelves and things that were on the left as well? Yeah, yeah, he took okay. those, so... I got some. I got the big shelf we we built for the for the apartment, yeah. so that right, can yep. go there probably, and I'll probably just buy a couple metal shelves and yeah, stick those bad boys up there. Yeah, I have the um the ones like the modular metal shelves that are uh, pretty heavy duty. Um, I have two of them here in my studio that I made at the house. Um, I can't remember how much they were, but I don't think they were all that expensive, but they're really strong shelves, you mm. know, like uh, 18 inches deep and I think three feet wide. Um, so they're pretty, they're pretty nice for, for like heavy duty, but also they look decent and they're not like not too industrial. So, but you know, if it's a shop, it can be whatever you want. We could also just build a bunch of stuff over there as well on that side if you needed like permanent shelves. But Right. Cool. Yeah, we'll see. What nice, have you right what have, what have you been up to? Uh, I have let's see. Um so last week and this week, um I had our last sailboat race of the season was on Saturday. Um so that's what we call women at the helm, um, which is all women drivers of the boat, so all women steering the boats and then, you know, all the all the different boats as long as they have a woman on the on the helm, on the steering, then uh, it's a race and that was fun. I think we got fourth uh we were we like there was one boat that passed at the very last second they like beat us by a couple boat lengths and it was just mm-hmm. but it was like the worst wind day you know i think i think like the the fastest we went all day was 
maybe two knots, like 2.3 or something. Most of it was just less than a knot and barely moving. Sails just, like, laying. No. So That's the worst. The whole time, too. It wasn't even like it picked up. You know, like I said, it picked up at one point where we were going, like, two, maybe a little over two. We were, felt like we were screaming, you know, like, like oh, we got wind. <laughs> this is great. Uh, but yeah, so it was a it was a really slow race. But fortunately, it was a beautiful day. It was nice to get out one last time. We had our friend Mal. Mallory was on the helm, and she's she's this is her second year now. First year we got third. This year we got fourth. So we're going downhill. So maybe I have to get a new helmswoman next year. Just kidding, Mal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was great. It was good to get out one last time, and um, we had a little party afterward. It was really nice. So that was on Saturday, and then on Sunday, uh, actually no, that was yeah. So on Saturday, then on Saturday night, we went down to Patterson Park in Baltimore City, and went to their um, Lantern Festival, which is really cool. So oh yeah, um, saw some of those pictures. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. They have um, so it's this big festival down in the in the city where they do like a huge parade with everyone making paper lanterns and stuff, and lots of different schools participate, and people can dress up. So everyone's in costume, and there's lots of food trucks, and so that was fun. We met down there and. I got to do that on that day, and then, uh, and then yeah, it was just like hung out, went up to mom and dad's on Sunday to see their place, which was really cool. And then this week, I've been working on restoring a pair of axes, um, which are going to someone special, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to give it away on the podcast. Um, but they have a special home they're going to, and then, um, oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I know that they're listening. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And um, and then today and yesterday I've been working on because I got I got the, the both axe heads like cleaned and wire wheeled, reoiled, sharpened. I, I um, had to do quite a lot of um, or I had to reprofile the bit of the single bit, like the Jersey single bit axe. And they're both Collins axes. Um, it had a lot of like the toe had been ground back pretty good. So I had to kind of bring the heel, the bottom of the, the, the blade back some and that kind of took it back into a wider spot um so i had to like reprofile or i had to regrind the edges pretty good so i did that got everything shaped and reground um and i guess shaped down to like or you know ground down to 160 grit so it's there it's to an edge i'll just have to clean it up you know with a 220 and then the uh, scotch bright belts and then put a final edge on it but they're ready to go and i ordered some handles from house handle if you guys are looking for really uh pretty almost always really decent um almost always better than hardware store handles uh the company that i like <laughs> to order handles from is called house and they're also almost always consistently cheaper than hardware store handles at least they have been re- more recently um 10 bucks 11 bucks for a single bit or double bit handle they're really inexpensive you can you can pay a little bit more 50 cents extra so that they, they don't put varnish on it which i prefer because i you know i'm just gonna scrape it off anyway so I pay the 50 cents. You can also pay like an extra buck to have them hand select it. So then they'll like select, they'll pull out of the bins and they'll select the good ones for you. So you pay like an extra two bucks to be hand selected, which I don't do because I'm not that worried about it. But I've had really good luck with them. So if you're looking again for a uh, a good place to buy handles and, you know, you're like, you like decent handles, but you don't want to pay premium prices, then House is a really awesome handle company. So House Handles. There you go. There's a, a free recommendation. Ah, so yeah, a, I, go ahead. a dollar. I feel like I feel like you'd do it. Do what? I uh, yeah. A dollar. It's like it's like a a dollar or two dollars or something. I don't know, but but I mean, I haven't ever I haven't gotten a bad one yet, and I always put I don't put hand selected. So 
They seem they're always they're always really good. They seem to get really pretty consistent. The only inconsistency is like the shape is a little off. Like I could get three of the same type of handle, like a single bit thirty inch handle, and one will have like a nice big fat palm swell, and the next one will have kind of a small one. You know, and the shapes are a little bit off, but everything, but all the like the size of the actual eye is really good. The grain has always been really good, so I've been really happy with them. Um, right. Yeah, so. Um, and I, I order a bunch anyway, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I ordered them, so I'm waiting for them to come in. Um, that should be in the next couple of days or so, and then those will get hung and sent out to their new home. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then other than that, yesterday and today I've been working on the knife for Nicole, my wife, um, a knife that she actually, we kind of designed together and we ordered some stuff a while back, oh, specific one, yeah. wood. Yeah, we got some stabilized teal, stabilized, uh maple burl and then um some uh silver birch uh from you know both those things came from eastern europe and took a while to get here mm. but they've been here for a while now and you know now it's kind of i'm things are slowing down a little bit so i'm able to do a few more things so i've been working on that got the uh everything drilled out and fit up the the bolster and fit up so it's yeah. a matter of time now and, and we have to start shooting again Yes. We've had yeah. a long delay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, also, we shot for Maker Camp, so we're, we I, that, yeah. that video come up, too. So. Oh, and, and speaking of, yeah, that will, I've, I I will say it publicly, it will be done by the next podcast. I'll oh, give right. myself a do- deadline because I've been kind of stuck by indecision. Right. By going like, I don't know what I'm going to do, and I just kind of stop, you know. <laughs> and right, I do yeah. a little bit more, and I go, do I want to do it this way? Mm, I don't know. And I just stop. <laughs> So I just right. need to, I'll say, I'll say here so you can shame me, Dustin, next week if I don't have it done. But I'll have it done All right. by next podcast, and uh, I'll just do it, and it'll be what it is. Yeah. And then I we mean, can fi- we can finish up the uh, toy box video, too. That should only yeah. have a day or two left of shooting and yeah, get moving cool. on to some bows and axes and knives again. Yeah, right on. Yeah. I have a, uh, I'm, I have a kind of a pre-shaped Osage bow. It's not, it's like kind of cut down to size, kind of like just really generally, it's really blocky right now. I'm thinking maybe we could do that as a video with like doing a recurve tip, you know, so then heat and do like some recurve tips and get like a cool, you know, kind of some heat bending and stuff, focus the video on that, but then still tiller it all the way out and, you know, but just starting with kind of a chunky thing instead of char- start, instead of charting, blech. Instead of starting from a, uh, you know, just a split out limb and have to do all the, uh, all the um, chasing the growth ring and all that's all been done. So it's already like there for me. But so we can focus on, you know, what Osage is really awesome for, which is be able to heat and bend without, you know, a ton of, you know, supplies to do that. It just loves to bend. So cool. kind of cool to do another bow with that. Yeah. I got to make, I got to make one for Corinne and Nicole. I got to make them both new bows. So. We'll see. Matching set of bows. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, we can get on that. And got Bowie knives to make and other things to make. And, yeah, axes to restore. I have a really nice uh, Kelly Perfect axe, jersey axe, that is just uh, asking to be restored and rehung. So I think that will be a, that should be a good video. Got a cool ball-peen hammer I'd like to do a, a hammer restoration on. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. And we have a bunch of people who 
I have talked to and who are interested in joining us on the podcast. So, um, you know, we can definitely get some more people on. So that would be fun, too. Yeah. All right. So, happy Halloween, everyone, if you're listening. Yes. This comes out Friday. Maybe mm-hmm. you're listening to it on Halloween itself. Yeah. So, um, before we get into, well, as we're getting into Halloween stuff, I want to ask you about, like, your favorite Halloween costumes, what it's like to, like, make stuff for Halloween as a maker, how much do you put into it for, you know, a, um, a costume or something you're going to wear for one time, because I love Halloween, and I, lo- I love putting a lot of time in my costumes. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, I have a Halloween trivia for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is 20 questions, which just seems like it's kind of a lot, but that's okay. It's just fun. <laughs> Uh, and this is okay, multiple cool. choice, so I'll give you some multiple choice as we go. Are you going to keep right. track of score? Sure, I can do that. Uh, okay, so let's see. Trivia score. And let me see. Beer still good, still working on number one. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number one. What is placed on a window ledge or hung by the door to protect the home from the evil Halloween spirits? Is it A, a turnip, B, a pumpkin, or C, a swede? Like from some, someone from Sweden? That's that's what it says. A, swede, S-W-E-D. I, I think if you, ha- if you hang a swede, I think that brings in <laughs> evil spirits. <laughs> hey, there's the swedes. So what was the, what was the first one? Uh, a, a turnip, B, a pumpkin, or C, a swede? I say A, turnip. A, a turnip. The answer is B, a pumpkin. What? Yeah. Yep. So. Not the ju- not the jumbos I bought at Home Depot <laughs> the other day. Oh, my gosh. They're huge. Hang it in your window. <laughs> like, yeah, bring, bring down the whole the thing. Whole <laughs> Better have good window sills. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Number two. Uh, which British island is the home of the giant ghost dog, Moody Doo? Is it A, the Isle of Man? B, the Isle of Wight? Or C, the Isle of Sky. Uh, I'll do the Island of Man. Isle of Man is correct. Yes, yes. Yeah. Good job. A is the Isle of Man. Yeah, Moody Doo is M O D D Y D H U. I've never huh. heard of that before, but so apparently well, Isle a of Giant Ghost Dog. Isle of White is. I think they have the the race. The, um, MotoGP race, I think. Right. So I, I maybe I thought it could be known for two things, could it? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Those are some cool island names: the Isle of Man, Isle of White, or maybe Isle it is Sky. Man. No, you know, maybe Man is the race, and White. Okay. There was a festival. Oh yeah, the Isle of White. Yeah, that's a big music festival, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right on. All right, number three. On which night of the week do witches traditionally hold their meetings? Is it A on Wednesday, B on Friday, or C on Saturday? What day of the week do witches traditionally hold their meetings? Hmm. Saturday. Saturday is incorrect. It is Friday. All right. Why Friday? I don't don't know. There's nothing here other than the answers. (laughs) I got a plan. Fun trivia. Come on. Yeah. Right. You're like I don't know. Next. And that's it. (laughs) That's weird. We got to get through twenty. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows. They have to plan for a whole spooky weekend, so they got to make sure their their shits together. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Friday night, let's go meetings. Let's yeah. we got Saturday and Sunday to get crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, all right. 
actually, I have a little bonus. Wait, let me see. Hold on. Let me see. Ba, 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 ba. I have a bonus. Um, uh, I guess it's, I'll just, just bonus trivia on top of that. Um, the, the, the fear of Halloween is known as Samhain phobia or Sawain phobia, depending on how you pronounce it. Oh yeah. And the word Sawain, which is spelled S A I M H A I N like Sam Hain, but Sawain is, uh, is the Wiccan word for Halloween. So, oh, yeah. so there's a little bit of trivia. If you ever asked, what is the word for being afraid of Halloween? It's called Sawain phobia. Sawain phobia. Yeah. All right. Number four, if armed with a silver bullet, which mythical creature must you be expecting to meet? A, a vampire, B, the boogeyman, or C, a werewolf? The boogeyman. <laughs> um, so, silver yeah, bullet. Yeah, I, I guess it's werewolf. Right? It is a werewolf. Yes. I almost jumped to say vampire right away. but You're like, huh. <laughs> Werewolf, all right. Yeah, because I think, like, uh, vampires also are, you know, deterred by silver, you know, crosses and things, but... Right. Yeah, werewolf is the silver bullet. Mm. It's the Coors Light silver bullet. Hey, they hate, they hate it. They, <laughs> they, they know. <laughs> Make sure those mountains are blue. <laughs> All right. According to Bram Stoker, Bram Stoker, in Bam. which Eng- <laughs> that's a whole Stroker. different. <laughs> that's a different. That's a different uh, type of movie. <laughs> Bram Stoker. Bram Stoker's Draculanus. Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, according to <laughs> Bram Stoker. <laughs> in which English town did Count Dracula arrive by ship, packed in a coffin, filled with native Transylvanian earth? Is it uh, A. Whitby, B. Fleetwood, or C. Dover? If you have read Bram Stoker's Dracula, or if you've seen the movie, it should be in that. What was the first one? Whitby? Whitby, W-H-I-T-B-Y. Oh, B. Whitby. Fleetwood, or C. Dover? I'll do Whitby. Whitby is correct. Yeah. Hey, Whitby. That's actually one I knew. I, I guess I must have, like, I've, I've never read the book, or I've, like, tried to listen to it or read it a couple times, but I've never gotten through it. But I have seen the movie, and for some reason that stuck in my mind. So I was like, oh, yeah, Whitby. Right. Whitby. All right, number six. In which part of the world did voodoo magic originate? Is it A, the Caribbean, B, West Africa, or C, South America? Caribbean? Voodoo magic originated in B West Africa. Ah, uh, yeah. really? Yep. I guess I know. Yeah, you think voodoo is more like? I guess I, I think of it voodoo as like New Orleans and stuff. You know, so I'm thinking like yeah, so like Caribbean, Caribbean but, islands, like yeah. Haiti and and. But, but I guess maybe it came down from Africa down into there and around. Right. Exactly. I definitely I definitely attribute voodoo with, like, the the black Louisiana culture, you know, that's that in my mind. So it makes sense. It's West West Africa. Right. All right. Number seven, in which modern day country would you find Transylvania? Is it Bulgaria, uh, B Hungary or C Romania? Well, Romania sounds right, but maybe Bulgaria. I'll, I'll just go Romania right off the bat. All right. Romania is correct. Yeah. I was ready to give you a half point. I was like, wait for it. <laughs> you went back to it, though. So, yeah. Romania. All right. Okay. okay. So that's where Transylvania is currently. 
All right, number eight. How many films were there in the Poltergeist series? Oh, jeez. Was it two, three, or four? I'll say four. You will say four, and you will be wrong. It is three. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I knew I, there I, was. <laughs> I knew there was probably. I knew there was two, and I knew I felt like there were more. So I figured just go for the ridiculous number because that's kind of how movies are. You know, they right. just make a million of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I was thinking the same thing too. I was like, I'd probably say four, but <laughs> um, yeah. And I originally thought like maybe I'd do scary movies or something, a horror flicks, a trivia for you. But I know that you're not. I mean, you like movies but you're not a huge horror film guy right right so yeah and i was like nah and then i just i saw this and i was like that's kind of cool yeah like i like them i just i don't yeah i mean I it's I like you said like you like the shining and there are different ones that are like traditionally good you know horror movies but, but yeah all right okay. number all right. number number where are we number nine a copy of which execution device called the death row shocker was installed at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Is it A, a guillotine, B, a gas chamber, or C, the electric chair? Uh, a guillotine. No. A guillot- Wait, read it one more time. A copy of which execution device called the Death Row Shocker was installed at Blackpool Pleasure Beach? Oh, then it's got to be the electric chair. That's right. It is the electric chair. Okay. All right. I was going to say, I was like, really? Guillotine? <laughs> well, I, I I had a joke in my mind about um, Bram Stoker's electric shocker. but <laughs> You're so getting was, all thrown oh, off by yeah, the lewd jokes. Uh, yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> putting that in my head. You're like, I'm trying to make this an exciting show here. <laughs> got 20 questions of Halloween trivia. <laughs> all right. Number 10. Uh, Pillywinks were an instrument of torture. That squeezed which part of the body until they were eventually crushed? Oh, testicles. (laughs) A, fingers, B, toes, or C, ears? Pillywinks. P-I-L-L-I-W-I-N-K-S. Say toes. It is A, fingers. (sighs) Pillywinks, A, fingers. All right. All right. So as of 10 questions, you have five correct answers. So you're 50% right now. Failing. Not bad. That's all right. All right, here we go. Number 11. The final conflict was the last film of of the series. What was the first? So the final conflict was the last film of this series. What was the first? Is it A, Carrie, B, The Omen, or C, The Shining? The Omen. The Omen is correct. All right. Good job. So I didn't think there was really. Is there more than one carry? I don't think so. I know. I, I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, I, I know there's not like there's there's and no was, sequel to the Shining. And was the so. yeah was the Omen Stephen King? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's what I was thinking because you got two Stephen King novels, right? And then, and then the one Shining. in the middle, and I, I just have a vague idea of the Omen having a bunch of a bunch of movies, you know? Oh right, yeah. Did you see the new the new Shining, like the one that came out in the nineties? I think we all saw. Oh yeah, it yeah, we together. saw the the the, the um. What was that the guy's mo- name? The, yeah, the uh, miniseries or whatever. The miniseries on TV. That's the first one yeah. I ever saw. That's all. Yeah, I knew. wasn't yeah. that the guy from like um, what was that show like the pilots or whatever? Was that? I'm trying to think that guy's name. I don't know. Like yeah, he's actor. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah wing was, that was, or something. Was, or? I mean, that was scary as a kid for sure. Yeah, that was cool. That was good. All right, uh, number 12. Which film company produced the Dracula and Frankenstein films starring Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee? Mm. Is it A, Lucasfilms, B, no. Handmade Films, no. or C, Hammer? Hammer. <laughs> I'll say Hammer. Hammer. I'll say Hammer. It is Hammer. Good job. Lucasfilms. <laughs> Luke, come on. <laughs> what is this amateur hour? <laughs> what it, so handmade films? You like you said that was no right away. Did you just not recognize it, or do you know that? I didn't. I didn't really recognize it, so I took oh, okay. a, a bold guess just to say no on that one. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like, Dang, he really knows. <laughs> he knows his his pr- production companies. He just had to pretend. <laughs> You're like, duh, jeez. And if you didn't, if I didn't know the last one, I would just go, ah, whatever. No, 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 no. But if you if you <laughs> get it, <laughs> that's all wrong. <laughs> And it says, uh, C, the answer is C, Hammer, House of Horrors. So maybe that was like specifically a That one did sound company. familiar. I still don't know exactly. Gotcha. But that's, that one sounded familiar. Yeah. All right, number 13. Which film character was played by Lon Chaney in 1925? Was it A, The Phantom of the Opera, B, Baron Finkel- Frankenstein, or C, Count Dracula? So, which film character was played by Lon Chaney in the 1925? In 1925. Um, Chaney. Phantom of the Opera, Frankenstein, or Dracula? Let's do Phantom. Phantom of the Opera is correct. Yeah. And you're on a roll. Three for three in the last ten. I might get a C on this All whole right. test. <laughs> As of right now, you have eight. So, you'll get a 40% if you don't get any more right. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. All right, number 14, Michael Myers is the central character of which film series? Is it A, Friday the 13th, B, Halloween, or C, Scream? Uh, is it Halloween? It is Halloween. Oh, man, that one. Yeah. That's an easy one. That's what it seems but it, like. It's so, it's so easy that you almost kind of forget. Yeah, it's, it's, it'd be different if it was like... Well, I was gonna say I was gonna say Halloween or Jason, but like obviously Jason is Jason, <laughs> Michael Myers. But yeah, or like you've said, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. You know what I mean? Like well, yeah, you start to give up. But there's been, I mean, so many Halloween movies. You know, there's a new one coming out right yeah, now. Yeah, I've seen. I've I've only seen them like once. Yeah, most of them. You know, I just yeah. you know it's. I, yeah, <laughs> you can only do so much. So. Yeah. All right, number 15, from which, yes, all right, uh, from which shrub is supposed, is a supposed remedy for bruising extracted, wait, what, Mm. from which shrub is a supposed remedy for bruising extracted, okay, there we go, Um, so we're looking for a shrub that gives you a remedy for bruising, is it A, foxglove, B, Deadly Nightshade or C Witch Hazel. Witch Hazel. Witch Hazel is correct. You are yeah. roll. Just yeah. sounds the spookiest. I know. Yeah, it's like Halloween Ooh. quiz. Witch Hazel. <laughs> they like and they said like Deadly Nightshade because <laughs> like yeah. Nightshade is just called Nightshade. Me. I know. Like trying to throw you off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number sixteen. Uh, what name is given to a snack of prunes wrapped in bacon? Weird. Uh, is it called Devils on Piggyback, <laughs> B, Devils on Horseback, or C, Devils on Hogsback? So this is prunes wrapped in bacon. 
Devil's on piggyback, horseback, or hog's back? Hog's back. Hog's back is incorrect. It is <sighs> Devil's on horseback. Dang. That's funny. Devil's on piggyback. I guess piggyback. that makes more sense. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, we're like coming up with a name, I guess. Yeah. I was thinking bacon, though. Maybe the... Yeah, right. Hog's back. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe Devil's the other thing is the... Piggyback. All right, I mean, that's boy. funny. Prunes wrapped in bacon. Ugh. I guess it could make prunes better. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, wrapping anything in bacon. Helps, I know, right? Yeah, you're like, yeah, these prunes, these are bad. Let's wrap them in bacon. Right. <laughs> bacon wrapped devil, around a devil's devil's, devil's on horseback. Prune. <laughs> devil's prune <laughs> it makes the devil's prune better. Mm-hmm. All right, number seventeen. According to voodoo religion, how many souls does each person have? Whoa, mm. is it two? Three or seven? Let's jump. How many souls does each person have according to Voodoo religion? Seven. Seven is incorrect. It is two. And as I was thinking about it, like, obviously I saw the answer, but then when I was thinking about it, I was like, I wonder if that makes sense for, you know, like when people do get in, go into like a Voodoo trance, you know, that's like their second soul or something. I don't know. Mm. I was thinking that maybe the jump to seven, not only because it's a, it was a big jump, it was like a dramatic choice, or yeah, <laughs> like I thought maybe like the whole Harry Potter thing, mm-hmm. where uh, like Voldemort s- splits his soul into one to seven. So I thought maybe yeah. I think that's seven. Uh, J.K. could have got that from there, uh, maybe like right, some type right. of inspiration, but yeah, I don't know. Yep. All right, number eighteen: the ghost of which wife of Henry the Eighth? has been seen many times gliding through the Tower of London where she was beheaded in 1536. Marie Antoinette? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Is it Jane Seymour, uh, B, Catherine of Aragon, or Aragon, or C, Anne Boleyn? Anne Boleyn, that's who it is. Anne Boleyn is correct. Yeah, I was there. Like, hey, how are you? Tower of London? Yeah, that's I cool. went first day on my honeymoon. We went and visited it. Nice. Did you actually go inside, or did you just like? Yeah, yeah, went inside the the That's tower cool. and all the surrounding um, buildings and stuff. It was really cool. Right. I did when I went over to visit Nicole. Um, this let's see, first semester of our junior year, she did a semester abroad in in London. I went over to visit her, and we and we went um, walked up and down the Thames and walked across the Tower of London Bridge, and then. Mm. You know, we're, we're outside. We didn't actually go into the Tower of London or, you know, but kind of walked by and looked at it. I was like, oh, that's cool. It was cool because you had the, um, what do you call them, the, the beef eaters? Right, yeah. The guy in the red jacket. Yeah, and they, they, they gave tours. So I just followed one of those guys around and got the full tour. It was great. And then inside the Tower of London, they had all the um, crown jewels. Oh, you know what? I did see the crown jewels. I wonder, maybe I, feel, uh, I don't remember. That's, that's where they keep them. I feel like maybe I saw the I saw some crown jewels in a show somewhere, but maybe it was in London. Maybe I did go in. And that's where they have all the, the crown jewels, and then they have actually a bunch of uh, just normal armor and and, right. and and weapons and stuff. It was actually really one of the things that sticks out in that whole uh, whole trip. It was really cool. Right on. I was also slightly delirious because we were super <laughs> super jet lagged, so it was like. We were running on no sleep. Right. And we had, like, flown overnight, barely slept, got in, got 
a cab, got into our hotel, got from the hotel, went straight down, took the tube, got to Tower London, got, I was just like, oh my God. Like, oh man. <laughs> so there I was just kind of like, like weird, you know, like crazy, sleepy, buzzy, like oh, what's going on? But it was really cool. Nice. Right on. But we had to do it. I wasn't just going to sleep. Right. Yeah. You got like, that first on, day. You have to here. just do it. Yeah. We're, right. we're in London. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. We only we only had three days in each place, so it was like, right. Let's go. And I mean, you know, obviously, I I don't have a ton of experience with jet lag, but I do have like flying over to London, flying over to Italy and stuff, and and I think at least for me, for that amount of time, when you're kind of that six hours behind, the best thing to do is just to like, because you're flying across, you're flying against the sun, right? So the sun's like going down, and then you fly toward it, and it so it comes up really quick. So you lose those like six hours of sleep, and it's like yeah. morning all of a sudden. And so, yeah, the, I, for me, I feel like the best thing, which has been in the past, was just to stay up, right? To just like right, that's bust what through that day, maybe go to bed a little early, nine o'clock or something like that. You know, and I'll stay up super late, but but then just to because then the next day, then you have the right amount of hours of sleep, and then you just kind of caught up. Yeah, but yeah. I also don't rely on a ton of sleep to to like be able to function well. So maybe that's just me. <laughs> All right, we have three more. Um, nope, two more. All right, number nineteen. What is the name of Shakespeare's ghost that haunts Macbeth? Is it a Shakespeare? <laughs> is it a Banshee, B Bango, or C Lucifer? A Banshee. Banshee is incorrect. It is. Bango. Bango? It's like, or Banquo, B-A-N-Q-O? Uh, is that a G? No, yeah, it's a Q. B-A-N-Q-O, Banquo. Bango. Bango, Bango. Shakespeare always making up words. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number 20, last one. In ancient Egypt, how many demons were present at the judgment of a dead person's soul? Ooh. Is it 22? 32 or 42? Oh, that's ridiculous. How many demons were present at the judgment of a dead person's soul? So what? how, what do I, how many do I have right now? All right. Right now you have 11 right. Ah, so, so you still have, failed. You have, a, what's that, a 55 something? Yeah. Can so I bring it up get, to a 60? If you get this one right, that'll be 12, so you'll have a 60. Ooh. You'll, you'll be passing. I'll pass. With a D. <laughs> um... Uh, read it to me. One, read it to me one more time. In ancient Egypt, how many demons were present at the judgment of a dead person's soul? Is it A twenty-two, B thirty-two, or C forty-two? I'll say they did everything big in Egypt. The more p- people, the merrier. Forty-two. Forty-two is correct. Yeah, you squeaked by with a sixty percent, <laughs> just like in high 12 school. Twelve out of twenty. <laughs> this is a sixty, right? Yeah, I think so. Yes, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Don't ask me. I only got sixties in high school. Don't be <laughs> good like, man. Yeah, really good at getting sixties. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. There was a lot of them in here that I would have not known either. So those were tricky. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Halloween uh, costumes. Can you start off? I'm gonna run and grab beer. Start off telling your favorite one that you ever had. 
All right, let's see. So I've had some really cool costumes. The fun thing about costumes and what I've always loved about costume is that you can do anything you want and be kind of crazy with it. Now, the problem with that is that the crazier you get or the more obscure you get, the less people know what you're trying to do. So then everyone's just like guessing at random costumes. So, you know, for example... Uh, a couple years ago, we made a costume. I made, helped my daughter and my wife, and we, we made a costume for my daughter, and she wanted to be Princess Mononoke. And so if you know um, Miyazaki films, Disney owns Miyazaki. Miyazaki does awesome anime films like Spirit Away and My Brother Totoro and all these awesome films. Well, he made uh, Princess Mononoke. And so Princess Mononoke is a a wolf uh, princess she's like they call her princess mononoke she's the princess of the woods but she is raised by wolves she's basically the protector of nature and so she's got this awesome like hood that comes up and it looks like a wolf head um it's got like ears on top all white fur and then it has a face mask that comes out of her face which is like red with these like kind of big eyes and then she's got a dagger and uh she's got like a headband and so we made this costume for my daughter. Um, but again, when you make an obscure costume like Princess Mononoke, no one knows what it is. So <laughs> they're just like, that's cool. What are you? You're a, a little whatever. You know, they don't know. So that's the, the dilemma with like loving costumes, but also loving obscure things and wanting to dress up. So we did that with, with my daughter for Princess Mononoke. We also did it like she wanted to be a student from Ilvermorny one year. <laughs> and, you know, Ilvermorny is the American wizard school. So it's like the American sister school to Hogwarts in the Harry Potter universe. So everyone's like, oh, you're a witch, you know? Like, So it's fun to dress up. But a lot of times if you're doing something kind of even like relatively obscure, not even super obscure, like uh, one year we made a costume for my daughter. She was Arietti, which is the main character from the sh- the book series, The Borrowers. Um, oh, yeah. which is not super, super obscure, but it's a little obscure. And uh, that one was like kind of hit or miss. People either knew it and were like really excited because like older people knew it because they remember reading it as kids. Um, but then some people would be like, I don't know. And then you kind of tell them and they'd be like, oh, that's right. And they'd like remember it, you know, or they'd be like or completely blank. So I'm yeah. Um, I've always been a fan of the obscure ones because the people you get who recognize it really recognize it and love what you did. Right, exactly. Yeah, if you're SpongeBob, you're SpongeBob. Right. No one's blown away. Spider-Man. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, right. oh, what are you, Black Panther? That's cool. Like, yeah. all right. <laughs> right. Well, another, another super, oh, what are you, a Ninja Turtle? All right, cool, I get it. Nice. But when, like, you do something yeah. really cool, like, I mean, I feel like, not cool, but I, what was my... uh <laughs> I think my when I was a a single man, I think my <laughs> my idea was you either want to look really cool or really funny. Right, of course. You're never really trying to show off, but you can be cool like I was like an astronaut one year. I look cool. <laughs> and then uh, then but then you can also go totally the opposite way and make yourself look goofy and just go totally goofy and get attention that way. Like Right, yeah. Um or like you know whatever I was Dewey Cox one year, yeah from Walk Hard <laughs> nice. like just goofy with the hair and <laughs> and like two people got it the whole night but those people who got it yeah they were all about it they were loving it like oh yeah. Walk Hard yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was uh, I think one of the more fun costumes that I've done in 
recent history is with my um, my daughter and wife. I think maybe when when Corinne was like five or six, she wanted to be a cat skeleton. So I made her a like we got paper mache and we made masks. So she had like a skull, a cat skull mask. And then my wife was a wolf, so we made a wolf skull mask for her. And then for me, I wanted to be a crow or a bird, so we made the bird mask, all skulls. And then we all got like black clothes and then painted the bones <laughs> on the co- on the clothes. So that was a cool like group costume. Um, one of my did you say your favorite? Favorite that I've ever been? Um, well, I, I haven't yet because I I don't really know. How about a childhood? What was your favorite childhood? I I don't know. I mean, I was like, I was Robin Hood a bunch of times, I think. I always loved being (laughs) Robin Hood. Maybe it was the bow and arrow stuff when I was a kid. I remember Derek, our oldest brother, he was a remote control one year. (laughs) So he's like, What do you love? TV? I want to be a remote control. And like my mom, my parents, they just had like a big cardboard box and then painted it like a remote control with his head sticking out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> cowboy. Hey. I was a cowboy a lot. I'm going to be a cowboy this year. Are you? Yeah, I figured why not go cowboy. So, cowboy. <laughs> so I have a big black cowboy hat that dad got, dad, oh, dad yeah. gave me recently when we were cleaning out stuff. That was that, that day that like <laughs> I came walking in with a he cowboy He came back hat. like howdy. I was like, oh, he gave you a... Goddamn cowboy hat. Here we go again. Dad's giving Dustin stuff. Right? Like, hey, look what I just got. <laughs> big black cowboy hat. So I'm going to wear that. I'm going to wear, like, I have a black kind of denim shirt and black jeans. Yeah, black be the, be the know, bad. As a, as a bad guy. The baddie. Yeah, the yeah, the bad guy. All in black. So, like, I've, I've told a few of my students, they're like, what are you going to be? I'm, I was like, I'm going to be a bad guy. <laughs> I'm the bad guy in the Westerns. All black. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't do any of the, like, I work at a school, so, you know, I'm doing it dressing up to go to school. I can't do any of the, like, pistols or Bowie knives. Can you, you, know, can like, you, can you have a holster? I probably could, but I don't have a holster. So, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> like, well, you got yeah. some scrap leather. <laughs> well, just pinch it together. <laughs> one up real quick. <laughs> Put it on your deal. belt. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I'll I'll be doing it. I, yeah I remember that as a kid you know doing like mom drawing stubble and stuff on my cheeks to make me look like a cowboy. Were you a cowboy? I know I was a cowboy for probably five different years. Oh yeah, we're all cowboys. Boys are cowboys. We lived on a farm. Of course, we were all cowboys. <laughs> we were real cowboys. Then <laughs> and Dustin went native and started being started being the Indian <laughs> Indians. Yeah, he traitor. I did do quite uh, like a kind of a cool. I did two when I was in grad school. I worked on a boat up in New Hampshire. I, we did tours and stuff, and so I, I, when we on Halloween we did a Halloween party, like booze cruises and things, and two nights in a row I dressed up as as an Indian, but like two different versions, and just had fun doing like crazy war paint and you know, like feathers and stuff, and it was fun. Nice, yeah. yeah. I um, I, I yeah. I, as a kid, my favorite was cowboy. I actually was fun fun funny enough I was I was reading I found an old elementary school Martin Boulevard um yearbook and it had Halloween and it had all the kids like outside front all dressed up yeah. and I think I found myself but I was wearing like this goblin mask <laughs> And I vaguely remember that mask. I was like, "Oh, great!" Like, I can't even see myself. I, I think I was dressed in all black and just with like a, a mask of like some whatever spooky thing I had found and 
begged mom and dad to buy, you know? <laughs> Man, I remember we had a really awesome skull mask. Do you remember that when we were in high school? We had that one. It fit really tight on your face. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like fit over your head and really tight down in your face. So it was like super tight against your face. And it was a skull mask. It yeah. was super cool. Man, that was a good mask. <laughs> Freaking people Man. out like, in the car driving around looking at people out the window. From like so, middle yeah. school to high school, nothing better than a, a really great mask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, man, if I had two hundred dollars, boy, I'd I'd buy me a hell of a mask. <laughs> They'd be up high, you know, at the stores you could see them. They'd be sitting up real high, the real yeah, good yeah, ones, like Jason and Michael Myers and all <laughs> like that, real crazy, or, like or like the yeah the we, the rubber ghosts. ones that looked really good, you know. Yeah, Predator. I always wanted the Predator mask. And then you know, to be Predator, you could settle for the half plastic mask that you just threw in your face and <laughs> strapped to the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man elastic i guess it's gonna have to work 10.99 perfect <laughs> yeah and that's one of those things like i was saying it's like how how much do you do just for one night of the year you know it's like ah it's tough because yeah, you want to no. put yeah. you know for people who like to make things and like to dress up and have fun with that it's worth it to put some time and effort into it but you know it's like all right well can we, do we plan a Halloween party as well? So we wear it two nights a right. year. Like, how many things can we do? So, no, I used to. Them. I used yeah. to. Yeah, sorry, I used to love doing that stuff. You know, in yeah. my twenties, just because you would go to so many parties anyway. Right. And yeah, you'd exactly. go out to the bar one night, and then you would do a thing, and you do a thing with other people, and so I'd be like, I'm gonna wear it four times. So I was plenty of cool thing. I actually found some of my props in movies. Nice. <laughs> I have the yeah. sign from Jurassic Park. The like the docks sign like East Docks with the with the spinning arrow. Yeah, right. When uh, when Newman, <laughs> Newman crashed, yeah, he's like. So I was around. Newman. I had the yellow. I actually won a um, costume, costume contest, contest at a bar nice. with that. Oh, you had like a slicker, like a like a rain slicker. Yeah, yellow. I had everything. I had the glasses nice. and. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't think I ever saw that whole costume. I just saw the sign because you still have it it's awesome well, that was sign. the only thing I, I kept you know it was like a right like a crappy yellow thrift store thing and some khakis right. like that was basically it and then in black right. frame uh glasses nice. so actually i mean i could be that or i have oh i also have i could be jack torrance speaking of the shining i have ah. the piece of door that straps to my head oh, and that's i put right. my head through it <laughs> <laughs> so, Here's Johnny. so I have that broken piece of door that I made out of uh, some uh, foam core and just nice. painted it up to look like a door, like a broken door. <laughs> Maybe awesome. I'll be that Sunday. Maybe I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that you have like, now that you have a kid, now you get to like start doing stuff, fun stuff for her. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, She's... I was actually talking to Corinne about her first Halloween. Um, and it technically was her second Halloween because she's born in September. So like her first one, she was a flying monkey, and we just put her in a little monkey like <laughs> hoodie and strapped her onto the baby Bjorn, and she had wings attached to her, which is super <laughs> cute. But the second, her second Halloween, when she was just over a year old, she could walk. She was, she was just about you know like um, Maeve's age. We we had we had a she was an octopus, so we had this purple hoodie that she was wearing and it kind of went down to like maybe mid thigh or so, you know, so it's kind of long. And then the hood on the hood, we had two big eyes and then Nicole sewed, uh, the tentacles around the bottom of the hoodie and kind of stuffed them. So they had some like 3d, you know, so they some volume to them. And so they hung down around her as she was walking and like, kind of like, 
you know, not all the way to the ground, but they hung down. So when she was walking, that kind of unsure, you know, just over one-year-old walk, <laughs> they would all wiggle. Like, the, it was such a fun costume. It was so cute. We went to, I think, a drive-in over in Winchester, Middletown, Virginia. They had, like, a, a trunk or treating at a drive-in. And she was, like, walking around. Right. And everyone was, like, so excited about it. It was so cute. I, I know. Like, this is great. So much candy for me. <laughs> I know. That's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> so do and we, uh, uh, we just got a uh, ladybug outfit. <laughs> it's got a little ladybug. Yeah, she's a, it's a, like a puffy ladybug like yeah. thing. It's got the hoodie has like the antenna on it and oh, that's so cute. <laughs> little like uh, stripy legs and oh. it's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's pretty <laughs> great. I was cracking up watching her walk around. it's it's so cute yeah you should do like you should like like uh get little velcro eyebrows to make like angry eyes you know like the ladybug oh yeah bug's life the guy (laughs) he's like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) the the man ladybug (laughs) (laughs) just turn her eyebrows like you know point him facing down so she's angry (laughs) (laughs) that'd be great but it'll, it'll be fun. We're going up to our brothers, going to Drew's, and uh, we're going to hang out yeah. there and do a little early trick-or-treat and then nice. hang out and have a fire out in the front yard. A little, that'd be cool. Um, awesome. We're also yeah. we're also going to take the old uh, radio flyer wagon, and I think we're going nice. to decorate a little bit. Right on. So I'll have nice. like a, sp- a spooky wagon that they can ride around into. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Bring her around. Walk her up. Trick or treat. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, my gosh. It's the cutest. Love little, little teeny girls are so cute. Oh, my gosh. Can't help it. Right. Yeah, so we'll be, uh, our friends, the Greens, have a great neighborhood with um, you know, an appropriate amount of houses, like maybe 15 or 20 or something like that, houses. So we'll be there, have a little party afterward on Sunday. Corinne is a, a punk um, witch queen. Oh. Or no, Dragon Queen, a punk Dragon Queen. So <laughs> <laughs> she has um, like these kind of gold pants and then a black leather jacket. Um, she has kind of fingerless gloves that Nicole knit that have um, <laughs> aluminum scales on the back of the gloves. Oh. So she got these little scales and you knit them into it. So they're like all the whole back of the gloves are scales. She did that same thing and did like one shoulder cuff type thing. That's on one of her shoulders with, like, the, the aluminum. They're gold scales. And then we have, she has horns, like black horns, which we painted um, gold on the ends of them and kind of highlighted some of the stuff in gold and then um, made some black and gold uh, wings. So she's nice. got that. So it's a pretty cool costume. Um, <laughs> and she looks like she's about 18 when she wears it, which is crazy. <laughs> but uh you know do because we like do the like eyeshadow and stuff to like get her face like you know fun and kind of extra you know yeah uh geometric you know to kind of push out the stuff and nicole took some uh black uh netting and put it on her like cheekbones and then put powder or something so then you got this like scale pattern on her cheekbones which oh, was really nice. cool so yeah so we actually we went to the Pat- the Patterson Park Lantern Fest like last weekend, which I was talking about, and so she got to dress up there too. So we got to do the costume contest twice, and she was supposed to originally. They had a plan for like a Spirit Week this week at her school, at her middle school, and Thursday was going to be Halloween costume day, which was today, and they canceled it because like the principal didn't approve it or something. So Aww. there was no Halloween. 
I don't know what what they switched it out. They switched it out for something else, but they were like they they told them they couldn't do Halloween costumes at school. Why? Like, dang, I, I don't know. All Corinne said was that her principal didn't approve of it, or didn't approve it, or something like that. So I don't know. But I was that's like, lame. that's messed up. <laughs> yeah, I told her I was like, you should just wear like part of your costume tomorrow. And then <laughs> if someone says something to you, just like put a fist in the air, be like. Damn the man! <laughs> I was like, "Mom and I will back you up." <laughs> Be like, "What is your your punk? You don't care." Yeah, don't try to stifle her. <laughs> I'm a punk. <laughs> I'm gonna wear oh. a crown. I'm gonna wear horns. I don't care. That's but, lame. Yeah. There's a hilarious story on um, the old Ricky Gervais podcast, uh, which the HBO cartoon show was based off of yeah, Stephen Merchant. Yeah, and. Um, Carl Pilkington, but there's a story where Steve Merchant, he's like this real goofy looking tall guy, if you don't know who he is, comedian, but he had like, I think it was like a Halloween thing, and just no one dressed up, and he came in as like a clown, (laughs) you know, like full, like clown outfit, and had to walk in it all day, and no one else was dressed up, and he was just so embarrassed, (laughs) so at least that didn't happen. Yeah, right. That reminds me of that commercial that was floating around recently. It's like the woman like has bad cell service or something, and so she's getting this like a glitchy message from her friend that says like it's going to be a costume po- contest or whatever. But it like you know she missed the point where it was like it's not a costume contest or something. So she shows up <laughs> in like a medieval maiden like <laughs> outfit. <laughs> she's like, anybody want a turkey leg? And she's like at a business meeting with all these people. It was good. It's funny. So yeah, we're doing that. I'm yeah, I'll be a, a cowboy. Last year I was Nathaniel Rateliff because <laughs> nice. I look just like him, or at least somewhat. You know, with a beard, I have a black, good black hat and a denim jacket. You know, some like some uh, jade jewelry, <laughs> turquoise jewelry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was fun. I think didn't we do like a um, happy hour, like a uh, a uh, what was it, like a. Um, a Skype or something or a Zoom happy hour. We oh, that's right. Up. Yeah, around Or no, you, I th- think you I were dressed, dressed up. up. I just dressed <laughs> up for fun. No one else did. <laughs> yeah, you were the only one dressed up. I think Nicole dressed up too. I was like, hey, let's dress up. I was like, well, I'm dressing <laughs> up. I don't care what everybody else is. So that was fun. We played. That was a good time. We should do that more often or just, you know, get together in person <laughs> with a bunch of people. Uh, yeah, we can that do that because we, that, we were playing that, like, that, online game where you can guess stuff and draw things and oh yeah things. yeah yeah that was great that was fun we made it like very like lewd and sexual it's always yeah fun. oh yeah can't beat that <laughs> that's right <laughs> it's like pictionary uh, but like really like dirty pictionary yeah yeah that's great <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> good times well yeah i hope everyone has good costumes and stuff maybe i'll try to find a picture of my um my goblin costume and yes. put it on instagram or something <laughs> that'd be awesome <laughs> at the art of camera guy you can check it out um and i think that was me like i couldn't find me but then i was like i know that that mask and i remember being excited about that mask i was like i think that was me <laughs> so yeah, that looks like me i do remember that in elementary school the like walking around and doing the parade, the Halloween parade. Right, right, yeah. Fun. That's right, you came that year when, or not, you know, when Corinne did it. She was Ariadne mm-hmm. that year. Mm-hmm. That was fun, that's right. Her friend Catherine was a beekeeper. 
<laughs> yeah. just a big beach your outfit on, walk by. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's great. Yeah, no, yeah, I came down. I yeah, that was cool. Could, yeah. No parking. Jeez. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> barely, barely made it, but I called. Elementary it. school parking. Yeah, you're like, where are they? You're like, oh, she's just coming. You're good. <laughs> that was fun. Right on. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I have a recommendation for this week. Um, my recommendation is Alex Garland, who has the YouTube channel Outdoors Fifty Five. Um, Alex and we have become you know, kind of good friends on YouTube. Uh, we met up with Alex and hung out one time on the whole the whole like make a machete into a sword challenge, which is still a uh, still a ongoing show. up in the air uh, collaboration with Alex. But uh, he just he just posted two new videos in the last three weeks. He's kind of like back trying to get back in and post more often. Um, he's been trying to buy a house and move for a while. So he actually just, I guess, bought the house on the same property as his shop, the one that we went and visited, Dev. And, oh, he uh, bought that house? Yeah, so he bought that house, and he's been doing a ton of renovation on it. And uh, Oh, that's a great house. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. So I, um, I yeah, I just... He's, so head over to Outdoors 55 on YouTube or Alex Garland. Um, what's his Instagram is? Uh, one second. Um, outdoors. Alex, Alex Garland underscore Outdoors 55. Um, and, uh, yeah, show him some love. Welcome him back to YouTube. He's making some videos. Just doing some videos like blog, vlog style on uh, renovating his house, so I reached out and told him I was I'd be happy to come hang out and give him a hand if he needs something. And he was like, "I'd love the you know I'd love the hand and I could use the company." So I'll have to go up and you know hang out with him, visit or him help out, or we should uh, have him come up and he'll be our first in-person non-family. Well, other than Sean, non-family in-person. Right, podcast uh, guest, guest. podcast. Yeah, it'd be kind of fun. Yeah, hang out in the shop. Yeah, he's not too far from us here in northern Baltimore County. He's right up, right over the PA line. So you know, about twenty minutes or so from where we are, and now pretty close to you, Dev. So probably only ten minutes from you. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll have to go uh, check him out. But yeah, check him out on YouTube, Outdoors Fifty Five, or on Instagram, Alex Garland underscore Outdoors Fifty Five. Welcome him back to the game. Yeah. Um, I had a recommendation that I, th- I don't think I'll do, but I, I I'll do a, a general recommendation that it's, it seems obvious to me, but when I think of the obvious things that I love doing, I like to pass them on. So if okay. you are looking for tech or appliances, um, definitely, obviously Amazon usually has the best right prices on everything. Right. Um, but then if you do Amazon used, right, you can go and look through those, which are even better prices. But if you want to do in-person stuff, um, do look up Best Buy Open Box. Because oh. that's where I got a bunch of stuff for the Shed Theater. I got the um, I got the Surround Sound, the Samsung Surround Sound. It was nice. originally 500, then it was on sale for like 350, 
And then I got an open box for $205. Dang. And all it was was just opened. It looked like someone had opened it, said, no, I don't want it, and packed it back up. Because everything still had its bags, everything. So it's like the a great thing. So if you're looking for that type of stuff, go to Best Buy. Like, if you want to pick it up today. Right. Get it. Look, open box. And there's so much. And they give it, like, ratings, too, you know. Right on. They'll say excellent, satisfactory, blah, blah, blah. But if you can find anything above fair, it usually just means someone took it out and then put it back in the case, like in the in the box. Right. Yeah. So that's my simple. So if you're in the U.S., open box, Best Buy, you can get a quick. I mean, th- that was the GoPro we said the oh, other day. Yeah. Right. Got almost 100 bucks off just because someone opened it and didn't want it. So is it when you. Like you go to Best Buy and then they have an open box section, or you they can do look have online, a sm- they do have a small open box section, but just look online and then okay. order it, because sometimes they'll say you'll see open box and you're like ah oh, they're like ah oh, we don't know where it is. If you look online, look up the products and right under the main price usually says under it a better price and that's open box. So you click on that and then it'll tell you, and you pick in your store and it'll tell you within whatever. 50 miles, depending on how far you want to drive. I drove down to White Marsh, which is about 40 minutes away from where I am. Right. Because I knew there was one down there, and I just ordered it, and it said, you know, in an hour you can pick it up. So Nice. Right on. Look, open box, Best Buy for... Sweet. And you said Amazon used, too. I didn't even know there was an Amazon used. Oh, yeah, Dust. Great stuff. They call it, I think it's called, like, Amazon Warehouse. All right. I just got a, a Wi-Fi extender. I think it's a $70 one. Got it for 23 bucks. Dang. Yeah. Man, I got to figure I got to get in on this stuff. There you go. All right. I'm, nice. I'm, I'm, there you Sweet. go. That's, that's why we recommend it. <laughs> Amazon used and Best Buy open box. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, we are going to have more guests on in the near future, so... If you like that, please make sure you... We uh, keep saying it, but there really are people. There are, yeah. Um, and actually, I'll, I'll shout out uh, JD Knifeworks. Um, he uh, he reached out to me. Let me see. I want to open up the actual thing. He sent me a DM. Really nice. Uh, JD Custom Knives, sorry. He, um, he sent me a message saying... Uh, let's see. He sent he sent me a message that was a screenshot of somebody else that had sent a message to him, and was uh, letting him know that they were like really thankful for his, for his videos and what he puts on Instagram because they it's, he, they have inspired he has inspired them to start knife making and it's been really cool, and so he sent me a message that said like when I started knife making I just lived on your channel but I decided I would record and document stuff as I went along so maybe others could learn through my journey I posted stuff on YouTube and I got this email and then he got an email telling him that he has been inspired for someone else so he said like our gift to him has been passed on to someone else you know so like (laughs) the same thing like you know finding someone who really inspires you and making something and then inspiring someone else so that was really cool and just uh, really humbling knowing you know that the things that we do do inspire people, and it's passed along to other people. So, um, you're having uh, maker maker grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you're a maker yeah. grandfather. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, there's another free recommendation, JD Custom Knives. But we're gonna have him on the podcast. Um, 
we got a bunch of other people. So, and hopefully next week we'll have our cousin Jesse. So we'll have to see that as long <laughs> as uh, as, lo- as long as Loyola doesn't go to the uh, playoffs, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, got some yeah sporting stuff, and they actually All just right. they were they. They won out and someone won, and then there's this Halloween thing that I totally forgot about, so I had to bail on them. Sorry, sorry about that, Loyola. But I was like, yeah. it was one of those things that were like, it wasn't, it, it won't happen. And then it, yeah, right. It did, and I was like, did I say I would work that? Like, I don't think I did, and apparently I had. <laughs> I had to like look back. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Can't do I it. I can't do it. This is my first, you know, daughter's first, like, real Halloween. Like you said, the last, she last time she was a little baby. I don't even know if we went anywhere, especially with the pandemic. But right, yeah. This one, she's actually going to go trick or treating. She can walk. She can yeah. look at people, and it'll be fun. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, ha- happy Halloween, everyone. Hope you're going to have a good one or had a good one, and yeah. we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. All right, everybody, uh, make sure you don't forget to head over to Patreon, Patreon backslash, or the, the Art of Craftsmanship. Patreon.com slash the art of craftsmanship if you want to support <laughs> us over there. Um, we really do appreciate it and use it. Put it all right back into the channel. And uh, make sure you don't forget to follow us on Instagram, the art of craftsmanship and the art of camera guy. And go over to YouTube. Check out our videos. Leave us a comment. Let us know you're uh, watching and listening. We really appreciate it. All right, everybody. Thank you all so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.